God bless you and welcome to Kingdom Consciousness. This is Apostle Cynthia King Bolden, and today we are going to be by the grace of God in Hebrews 13, verse 5. And I want you to be very, very attentive because God has something to say. It says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In other words, let your sufficiency be of God. Let your abundance be of God. Covetousness is aphilargio, and it's A-P-H-I-L-A-R-G-Y-R-O. And it's avariciousness. It is greed. But the word of God tells us we're to hate it. In 1 Timothy 3, 3, it's damnable. In 1 Corinthians 5, 11, we are to do everything we can to kill avariciousness and covetousness. Colossians 3, verses 2 through 6, we, covetousness is forbidden. Luke 12, 15, Ephesians 5, 3, and Exodus 20, verse 17. We are to be content, the word of God says, with such things as we have, because he has promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Remember, he said, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. If you have God, Christ in you, the hope of glory, you have more than enough. You have everything that you need to surpass any situation, any circumstance, any trial, any tribulation, any affliction, any infirmity, you have what it takes or who it takes dwelling within you. So to be content, the word is akonmenoi, A-R-K-O-N-M-E-N-O-I. It means to keep off, in other words, to stay away or stave off those things that are contrary to being satisfied, to assist, to push off, to suffice, or to be sufficient, to pass it by, to be satisfied, to ward it off, to avail yourself of whatever it takes to remove yourself from a life or a conversation, as the word says, but it means it's tropos, T-R-O-P-O-S, a life or disposition towards covetousness or avariciousness and greed to be content, satisfied, satiated like a weaned child. We talked about that several weeks ago uh, with such things as you have. And you have everything because you have Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The word of God tells us that covetousness is the root cause of a whole lot of sin. If we don't believe it, let's take a look at Balaam. He was greedy for rewards in Numbers. Uh, Akon, he wanted money. David, after women. Ahab, coveting the vineyard that belonged to somebody else. Gehazi, running out there grabbing gifts that... Uh, had already been passed up by Elijah. Jacob, even though Esau gave it up for uh, something to eat, Jacob was greedy. 
I mean, and we need to acknowledge that he wanted the birthright. He wanted the father's blessings. Look at Joseph's brothers. They sold him out because of covetousness. They were angry because of his dreams and his visions. They were angry because the father had given him his coat. Take a look at Eve. She couldn't be content being in that garden and having it going on. We talk about queens. Eve was a queen. Eve had everything, everything. But she wanted that fruit that God had forbidden. Let's take a look at Lot. There was so much going on that he and Abraham couldn't stay in the same place. Their herdsmen couldn't stay in the same place. So what did he do? He wanted, Abraham said, just pick whatever you want. And that shows a lot about Abraham because Abraham knew that wherever he was, God was going to bless him. So he let Lot pick. And Lot ended up picking something that became extremely detrimental to him, cost the life of his wife, cost the whole of Sodom and Gomorrah, and almost took him out and caused him to commit incest with his own daughters so that his sons were his grandsons and they were not only cousins, but they were brothers. I mean, that's just twisted. That's just sick. So covetousness, according to dates, will breed, if you take a look at uh, Luke 12, 15, it will breed greed and murder. It will breed poverty and rebellion and justice. It will cause you to backslide because you get angry and disgusted and disappointed with God when it's not God's fault. It's your eye portal that's a problem. You know, looking and lusting after the lust of the eyes, the flesh, and the pride of life. Covetousness can breed deception, and we see that in Delilah. Covetousness breeds temptation and lust. We see that with the men who had the woman that was taken in adultery. They brought her and threw her down in front of Jesus, not so much because of the sin, not so much as wanting to uh, catch Jesus in a trap, but they were jealous and wanted this woman or had had this woman, and she probably did not want them any longer. So covetousness is the root cause of a whole lot of sin, and it causes violence. Remember, Jezebel took Nabal's vineyard, took his life, took his life. The covetousness that exists. Look at Nehemiah building the wall and yet Tobiah, Gershom, and uh, Sambalot. They were jealous. They were jealous because the governor had appointed, I mean, the king had appointed Nehemiah as governor of that land and to fix it and repair it. And not only were they jealous that he had, that he had been appointed, but he was actually accomplishing that which he had been sent to do. The same with Jesus. There was covetousness of his ability, of his capacity, of his anointing, and they decided that they would kill him. He did more than the scribes. He did more than the Sadducees, more than the Pharisees. So they decided, hey, you know what? It's not, you can't beat him, join him. You can't beat him, take him out. Take a look at Saul, how he... Uh, killed the Christians and how he had Stephen stoned to death, stoned to death. 
and while he held Stephen's garments. I mean, that's just horrible. Stephen was full of the anointing, full of the glory, full of the joy of the Lord, full of a witness for God, and all Saul could do was rant and rave. And we wonder when the word of God says, they hated me without a cause, and if they hated me, they will hate you also. So again, Hebrews 13, 5, don't be guilty. Let your conversation be without, or let your life be without covetousness. In other words, avariciousness and greed. And be content, satisfied, happy with what you have. For he, meaning God, has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The creator of the heavens and the earth and all that is therein says he will always be with you so you can't possibly lack. God bless you.